With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready for this? Sean Merriman, a one-hand sack. Boom, 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 out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman. What's up, guys? We're back again with another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And uh, we're going WWE style today, man. And one of my favorite guys, longtime friend, Titus O'Neil, um, will be hosting WrestleMania this year in his hometown in Tampa. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm going to ask him about the pandemic and how these guys found a way to keep going, keep figuring it out. And uh, having these great shows and what he has going on. Because one thing I know about Titus, man, he does so much in the community. He does so much for people. And uh, even once in a blue moon, I'll text him saying, damn, dude, I just seen you in this in this state or this city. And he's somewhere else. But he does a hell of a lot for the community. And uh, so anyway, guys, Titus O'Neil, WWE. Yo. What's up, man? What's what's going on? Not much. Sitting here uh, finishing up some... I was just finishing up some WrestleMania stuff with CSR. What you had, uh, did you had, you cutting promos this week or how involved do you, with everything coming up? I'm very involved, mostly in the community, our community stuff and, um, right. And, and, uh, trying to make sure that we, we, uh, we put on a, uh, we let people know just as great as we can put on a show, you know, we can put on for a community and, and leave a lasting legacy. So, you know, that's what I was going to ask you, dude, because, you know, we, we talk here and there, but every time I see you, like, got so many different causes and that you lend your time and money to, does, how much of that just kind of pull you on different angles and still have to do stuff internally with the WWE? Because I'm like, damn, how does, how does Titus do all that, man? Because you be, sometimes you're everywhere. Yeah, a lot of my charity is self-inflicted, you know? Right. Um, uh, my punishment, should I say, I guess when you, when, when people see you, uh, doing, you know, great things at a high level on a consistent basis. You know, they either want to be a part of it or they want to uh, be a recipient of it. And the one thing I, I've been very fortunate of is that WWE has a huge platform and we have great partners, you know, that also believe in, you know, making lives and putting smiles on people's faces is our motto, but making people's lives better in the end. And uh, being, you know, most of our partners I have a direct connection with anyway, personally, uh, you know, with Susan G. Coleman, you know, my grandmother passed away right. from breast cancer in 95. Uh, the Boys and Girls Club, I'm actually a, a Boys and Girls Club alum, alumni and uh, Hall of Fame inductee this year. But with Nestle Waters, we were able to do a beautiful campaign over the, during the pandemic to uh, raise and generate a lot of funds for No Kid Hungry. Um, so it's 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 a it's been a great relationship um, and a great opportunity for me and and for WWE to expand and and show people that we're superstars. We do more than just wrestle. We do more than just talk trash. You know, we we talk the talk and walk the walk too. 
Has your role, like with the WWE, transitioned into that more? Because I, I remember when you were were more in ring and you were doing more stuff, and that kind of seemed like a transition a little bit. Where you coming out and you're still part of the show, but it, it's been transitioned more. You've been in more in the community. Like, when when did that start happening? Whose decision was that? Was that yours or was that WWE's? I don't think it was ever anything talked about. You know, it just naturally has happened that way. And you know, the thing I tell every superstar, you know, and I, I've learned this over my uh, time there, is that you know this business really is about longevity. Uh, you know, you can win a thousand championships in the first three years and be gone. Uh, I've seen a lot of people come in and out of the doors of WWE because they were great performers, but, you know, not as, not, not as great people. And then sometimes uh, from a business perspective, it just didn't work out. Uh, you know, and I, 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 you know, I love competing. I love being in ring. I love, uh, you know, everything that goes along with, uh, you know, the show. Uh, but I've always been one that whatever capacity that the company has needed me in, I'll be more than happy and honored to do so because they they have provided me a, an awesome living, a awesome an awesome platform, and uh, and my relationships uh, within this company and within this business are very strong and they're all built on respect. And uh, I respect this business. I respect everybody that came you know before me, those that are in it now. How how uh, how crazy was it over the pandemic, right? Because. I was like, it's one of these things where it's one thing to go out and play a football game or basketball game, right? It, with like no crowd and everything else. But you got, I mean, it's, and I've been to probably 25 shows before in my life between Monday Night Raw, SmackDowns, WrestleManias. I mean, I've, you know, over the last 15 years or so. And so it, the, the crowd was so important, right? And then how was that transition? Like, did y'all have to, kind of hype yourself up to, to come out with the same energy with nobody there? Um, yeah, so we obviously for the first few months, we we worked, well, several months, we worked without a crowd at all. And then we brought in some plexiglass and made a, a makeshift crowd. Uh, still not the same thing. And then the company made a huge investment in what we have as the Thunderdome. And that literally changed the, the whole feel of what we do it's still not a live crowd because we love that live interaction but at least gave us live crowd components from cheering and booing and uh being able to tell a story obviously we knew we were performing for a tv audience so that was for millions around the world and uh and uh but there's nothing like having 15 20,000 inside of an arena um, where you can, you can, I mean, you know, like, like you say, football is football, no matter where you play, you know, if you play, if you're doing a scrimmage in the, in the preseason or, and you're playing in front of nobody, you know, uh, at practice, uh, or you playing in front of a football stadium, you still got to sack the quarterback, you still got to throw a touchdown, still got to block, still got to run with us, everything being, you know, uh, based on crowd participation and crowd interaction. Uh, it was a it was a, a huge transition for our talent uh, to make our huge a huge transition for everybody our production team and everybody uh, as a as a unit. But hats off to us all. Uh, we never missed a show. You know we didn't take any time off. Uh, we performed 52 weeks out of the year during a pandemic, which is unheard of. And uh, and we provided quality hours of quality programming throughout the year. No, that was that was super dope, man. And you guys are still able to do that. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with this on the football tip because obviously you play ball, but uh, 
one thing that I always said, especially when guys transition from, you know, may, and mainly football, because he's talking to MMA and wrestling and all this, it makes it easier transition. What have you seen from some of these guys, man, that came with it? Because I, I can tell you this, when they told me the travel schedule, mm-hmm. when I was, you know, I was working with the network and I was on it and mm-hmm. I had, you know, one of the one of the greatest times, but that travel schedule, like, have you seen guys that transition from, you know, playing in college ball, playing in the NFL, and then now see what goes on? Are they shocked at the, the amount of work that, it, that really happens behind the scenes? Yeah, I mean, there have been several guys that have come in, you know, thinking that, oh, I played football or I played basketball or I did this prior to that, you know, they thought it was just something, you know, that that was going to be an easy transition. The physical aspect of it, the mental aspect of it alone is very grinding. But then when you throw in the travel, you know, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's not for everybody, you know, three or four days a week, you know, all around the world. You know, we can have a show in Saudi Arabia on a Sunday or Saturday and uh, and, and be in Green Bay, Wisconsin on a Monday for live TV, you know, so right. or be in Australia or China or Japan, you know, and then have to be in New, in New York, you know, on Monday or Friday for live TV. So people don't understand that aspect because they only see what's on TV. They don't see the non-televised events. They don't see the appearances. They don't see the pay-per-views. They don't see all the things that we have to do to prepare for a show get in a car, drive to the next town for three or four hours, sometimes five hours, get in three or four in the morning after a show, get up the next morning, do it all again. You know, um, uh, they say that, uh, the, the things that are, uh, that we value the most, um, especially during this pandemic, we've gotten a chance, you know, like it's the most I've ever been home, you know, in the last right. 11 years and to be able to, uh, to be able to spend more time with my family and actually do things um, uh, with my family and with my friends and commit more time to doing things in my hometown of Tampa Bay, it has allowed me to, you know, my foundation especially, uh, to help a lot of people, to raise a lot more money, raise raise a lot more awareness, simply because I've been home. Um, And I don't know that I would have had that success that I've had with being able to have rental assistance and several million dollars in, uh, in food aid and, 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 and school aid and uh, partnering with the Hillsborough County School District to make sure that kids can eat during the pandemic. Like there is a lot of things that had I not been home, I would not have been able to do. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. No, I, and I said the same thing. And, and speaking of being home, and I was going to ask you about your boys because I got, you know, I got a 10-year-old son. Mm-hmm. And uh, your boys are playing ball now, mm-hmm. right? And so you got a chance. So what's that like, man? Because you spend majority of your time on the road and, you know, it was an opposite for me because my my son is across the country. So I got to go there and spend time with him. 
but I, I didn't I, the opposite. I couldn't go see him as much. So I felt it was it was weird. It was different. Yeah, for me though, I mean, I, my kids were two and four when I started wrestling, and uh, so they've kind of grew grown up in this. They knew what it was, but at the same token, it's never been like they've been a secondary uh, priority for me. They've always been number one. Um, they'll be my primary priority. I would fly home. I would go to a show, fly home uh, to do to watch one of their championship games, and then fly back out to the West Coast. You know, like I've always been a committed father to my kids. So, it, and, and I know that you are too. And it does get difficult sometimes when you got work and you're trying to provide and you're trying to balance this thing out. We call life, and, and you got a lot of different people pulling at you. But for me, uh, you know, I always tell people as long as as long as your kids know that you care and that you're there when you need them to be there, they'll be fine. You know, they're the, kids are the most resilient individuals in the world, you know, they can bounce back from anything. It's just a matter of us being able to reassure them that, hey, you know, dad is always here for you. Hey, if you need something. And and don't make it just about, you know, don't make yourself into a, a ATM and just think that you can throw money at them and everything will be fine on trips and, and gifts. It is really the quality time. And I spend quality time with my boys collectively. They're 14 and 16 now. They're two different boys, but one in the same. Uh, my oldest son is being heavily recruited right now. He's got like 21 uh, college scholarship offers as a junior. And then my youngest is going to be an animal too. He's almost as big as me. And uh, so he's bigger than his big brother. Uh, and uh, they, he, he reminds me of that on, on a regular basis. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we we, uh, we as fathers, I mean, that's the number, our number one I think title, our, our greatest title that we're ever possessing in our life. It's not a Super Bowl ring. It's not WWE champion. It's it's being a dad. And, and speaking of the champion and, and WWE, you guys got WrestleMania coming up. And I was just telling Vito, my producer, before we came on, I think it was in uh, 2014 when they first launched the WWE Network. And so I was hosting uh, there in New Orleans. It was, it was at the Silverdome. Yeah, yeah. And so, mind you, I've been around Superdome. the Superdome. Superdome. Yeah, Superdome. Yeah, you so, pulled a Hulk Hogan on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Because he, he said the same thing. Uh, <laughs> he actually called it the Silverdome at the Superdome, too. So. Yeah, I know. I remember. So, I, I'm sitting up there, and, you know, I met a bunch of the guys, right? For, for years, I've known mm. um, a lot of behind the scenes and had conversations with them, but it was my first time working in that environment. So, I, I grew up a wrestling fan. I grew up a WWE fan since I was a kid. And so being around guys and, uh, you know, DJ, and I, I met all these guys on more than a few occasions, but this is the first time I'm sitting up there in the booth with everybody. And I got Mankind here, and I got Shawn Michaels, and I got Booker T. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy as hell, right? I'm like a 10-year-old kid again. And I remember Hulk Hogan came out, and they played this. Oh, so he came out, and they played this song, right? So I'm getting all kind of giddy again. I'm, I got the headsets on. Like, I'm, I got the headsets mm-hmm. on, and then uh, – Stone Cold and and then Stone Cold came out. So this yeah. inner kid, right? I'm sitting there and I'm working and every I'm having a good time because I'm talking, you know, for the first time and they just launched a network. And then finally they said, if you smell, and then that's when I was like, okay, all right, hold on now. You know? Yeah. So I, I just for me and and watched as a kid, it was it was funny. The rest WrestleMania now this year, I think it was in it's in Tampa, right? Coming up. Yeah. I when we played the Redskins back home. Uh, my rookie year in 2005, I bought 92 tickets for all for all my family, friends, high school coaches. 
Mm-hmm. How many tickets you got to get people this year for WrestleMania? How many people? How many people? How many tickets you get? At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, I, well, I'm. We don't have any comps. And, uh, <laughs> no, we we didn't have and, any comps uh, either. And, I had the models. Yeah, and uh, and uh, uh, capacity is limited, and so. I'm, I'm purchasing tickets for my immediate family and everyone else can go to Ticketmaster. Uh, I will be, uh, you know, getting some kids and, and teachers. I do want to support some kids and teachers from underserved area schools here in Tampa. So I will purchase a block, an allotment of tickets to take some kids uh, both nights. Uh, have a group of kids that'll, and teachers that will go one night and then a group of kids and teachers that will go night two. Uh, just so that we can spread the wealth and give people an opportunity to experience WrestleMania, which is not uh, as much like Super Bowl. You know, we don't get them that often in the city. And a lot of times people in underserved communities definitely aren't able to partake in any of the festivities when it comes to big, big events. Uh, But as far as like friends and cousins out of the blue and all this and that, yeah, I just sent them the ticket master and see they like, and a few of them text me back, hey man, they only got, Two pods, four pods. Like, hey, bro, you got to work that out with Ticketmaster. I, you know, I'm just the host. I'm just the host with with Hulk Hogan, and and uh, we're gonna try to make make uh, make our Tampa uh, Bay area proud, uh, being able to put on one hell of a show, uh, and and as well as our our community is looking to put on a hell of a show too, because we want to see uh, if it's not another WrestleMania, maybe a, a Royal Rumble or Survivor Series or a SummerSlam, come back here to our city. And so we want to put on, you know, the best show that we possibly can. Uh, obviously, in the midst of a pandemic, we can't really go all out like we would normally traditionally do as, as a uh, WWE style. Right. Uh, but it still will be a hell of a show. We got two uh, awesome you know, action-packed nights. We got a historic night um, and a historic moments uh, all throughout. You know, um, the one thing I will say that I'm extremely proud of, um, you know, our, our company and our talent. Uh, is the representation and the diversity of representation on both cards in prominent positions, um, which is probably the most prominent and diverse group of individuals. And they all deserve, every last one of them deserve this opportunity that they they have right now. And, um, you know, it just shows that, you know, time and talent and character mean a lot you know, and, uh, and that our company and our business has grown so much because there were times that there were not, there were very few people, African-Americans or minorities on the card. And now, you know, um, now we have, you know, African-American champions, the first ever women's Royal Royal Wombo winner, uh, African-American. We, uh, the New Day, uh, obviously, you know, now 11 or 12 time tag team champions. Uh, we have Bad Bunny, you know, who brings a whole demographic of new fans and old fans together. Uh, obviously, with a large Hispanic community that 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 you know, very proud WWE fans. 
uh, we get a chance to open our, our, our audience up even more and our fan base up even more. Um, and again, I get a chance to host, you know, with, with the guy that put WrestleMania on the map and Hulk Hogan. And, uh, and uh, I think that it's going to be a very special moment for both of us, obviously being, you know, from Tampa, uh, living here and, and working here and, and doing things in the community here. You know, Vince told, you know, Vince just told me, you know, you're going to be hosting WrestleMania. Um, it's only right, you know, this is your city. And I mean, these were his words, you know. Um, and uh, you do a lot in this community and people love you. And I, we appreciate you here with WWE and all that you've done and continue to do to represent our company well. And we think this would be a great spot for you. So it wasn't something that I, you know, said, hey, I need to be the host. It was, here you go, you know, and you and Hulk Hogan go out and make magic. No doubt, my dude. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I know you're flying around and got a bunch of stuff going on, so I'm good looking out on coming through. And then uh, I'm going to definitely get down there. I was um, I was just down. I had a signing for, uh, should be the one I'm with, two, two weeks ago. I was down there for about three or four hours, but I got to get back down there again soon. And you didn't call. Hey, Vito, I you see how you do me? He called, he called, me, four, he called me 50 <laughs> times to do this podcast, but he didn't call me at all when he came hey. to town. Hell, I could have had him at the airport. You know, have a hot dog hey, or something with him. Man, I ain't been listening. Ain't nobody coming. You got 32 events a day, man. Ain't nobody messing with you. Yeah, come on down. Y'all can record an episode of Lights Out down here. <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. Appreciate you. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. Uh, and, man, that was awesome. You know, I've always asked uh, Titus every time that he's flying this place or flying that place. And how does he make time? And, you know, great person, great dad, does so much for the community. And WrestleMania is in his hometown in Tampa. I can't wait to see it. Um, I've hosted WrestleMania before, and that was my first time, uh, you know, kind of fanboying out, you know, watching since I was a kid. And I'm up there and I'm hosting with uh, Booker T and Shawn Michaels and Mankind, all these guys. And uh, one of the greatest times, funnest times I had when the WWE Network launched. And uh, it's been awesome, man. So I appreciate Titus for coming on today. I know you got a lot going on, but appreciate you guys for um, just tuning in and leaving these great reviews and subscribing. I see you. I see the comments. I'm glad you enjoy it. And uh, we're going to keep going. Got another one next week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.